Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. America, and welcome to a Back to Business Monday. It is October the 16th, 2023. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Big show now on the radio at 107.1 and 99.7 FM in South Jersey on your boss app, 1071theboss.com. Ready for another big week and a big broadcast with a lot to do today. Rochelle off today, kind of. She'll be checking in a couple of times here and there. We never really let her have a, a full day. but And she's on kid duty, so kid duty is really not being off. Like she's getting her uh, nails done or something. Right. Ross is having his nails done. Women have time off. Well, I mean, she's not time off, you know, where the show's not off today, so she'll be contributing here and there. Ross is getting his nails done right now. Yes. (laughs) They're a nice, uh, I think that's fuchsia would be that color. Yeah. They they look good. How are you feeling this morning, Joe? You got a big Jets win last night. That's a huge deal. What a, I I tell you, that was, that was a draining weekend. Just. (laughs) Uh, I, yesterday, honest to goodness, I, I was looking for my blood blood pressure meds. It was absolutely insane. That game was crazy. Back and forth, back and forth. And they were never out of it. You know, it was never like that. the Eagles just, just took a big lead or anything. It was always three points, six points. I think at one point it was nine. And then the, then they came down and they scored. A, then they got a field goal. The Jets got a field goal and brought it back to within six. And then at the end, the interception, run back, and then the score at the end. I mean, it was unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. They beat them. They're 3-3 three and three with all the stuff that went on at the beginning of the season with losing uh, Aaron Rodgers and all of that. And uh, they were playing without their the back end of their defense, too, the starters. They were hurt. So, um, I mean, what a great win. And then on Saturday, Uh-oh. your Rutgers Scarlet Knights score three touchdowns in six minutes to beat Michigan State. Yeah, my daughter was very Rutgers graduate was very happy about that. Oh, I'm sure. What a great win that was! So they're five and two, yep. and uh, one more win. They have Indiana, I think, on the road on Saturday, and uh, if they win that, they're bowl eligible for the first time in many, many, many years. So it was a great football weekend. Well, if not, unless you're a Giant fan, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, that tends to be par for the course. If I'm not mistaken, was. this this was the first uh, Phillies loss of the season, right? Yeah. But that giant, what a debacle that was. And, and I mean, he, the Brills are playing like, playing not very good at all. And then at halftime, I don't know if you guys, you guys are probably both sleeping, but I had a house full of people here from the weekend still. Marianne's, a lot of Marianne's kids were here, so okay. the game was on. And as we're, as they go and they go to run a play, they go to run a running play. With 12 seconds left, they don't have any timeouts. Right up the gut with on like the four-yard line, the quarterback called an audible at the line. And then they, the the uh, Bills stopped them. They all, of course, you know, what are the Bills going to do? They're just going to lay on the field and get up real slow and try to eat up the clock. Right. They did. The clock ran out. The Giants didn't get another playoff. And I thought the coach's head was going to explode. <laughs> he was screaming at the quarterback all the way off the field right on TV. He's, he's, it was hilarious because <clears throat> he called an audible. Great time to be alive, isn't it? Oh, it was great. But anyway. So the Giants are one and five. The Jets are three and three, and Rutgers yep. is five and two. So, I wonder how uh, do you see anything on how my buddy's uh, son played? He's a, the freshman we mentioned was playing for Michigan State against Rutgers. Yeah, yeah I don't know? think he played. He didn't play. He didn't, I, he didn't get he off the bench. He's drinking the I Gatorade. So. <laughs> well, he's a freshman. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious. I don't even know if he traveled. Really, be honest. I'll go look later. I didn't even. I did not. I know I didn't call his name. So. Yeah, I'll have to text him, give him a hard time about Rutgers uh, whooping her behind the other day. That's an <laughs> oh, it was brutal. I'll become a Rutgers fan, if no other reason, just for uh, just for Ross's daughter. Wow. There you go. <laughs> it, it, got- was, it was great. It was it was one of those things where you thought it was over. It was dead, pouring rain. Yeah. Every, half the place left, and then uh, which I don't blame him. I mean, it was a miserable day. And then all of a sudden, chip away, chip away, chip yeah, away. Yeah, bam, yeah. damn. 
touchdown. Yeah. Oh, great. Speaking of great. staying up late, if you happen to catch Saturday Night Live over the weekend, Pete Davidson hosted the uh, big yeah, return. They've been on the air since May. Uh, he's getting a lot of a lot of kudos for his uh, emotional uh, opening statement talking was, about... Yeah, it was really good. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. He was talking about what's going on in Israel, and he said, you might think it's weird for me to comment on it, but his father was one of the people killed in the towers back on yes. 9-11, so he actually can relate to what those uh, poor people are going through there, so it was, uh, it was nice. And then we got the big surprise that uh, shocked the world. Once again, Ice Spice. There she is. Taylor Swift shocked everybody and showed up on the show <laughs> to introduce the musical guest, and Travis Kelsey made a little uh, guest appearance as well. Right. Uh, in one of the sketches with Keenan Thompson, this is uh, not that she needs any promotion for the Eras Tour movie, which opened Boy. this weekend, 128 million dollars, number one, there you go. biggest ever concert movie, biggest ever October opening for a movie. It made uh, yeah. 96 million just here uh, in the U.S. and a distant second for The Exorcist. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to the uh, the Prince of Darkness, but Taylor Sweet kicked your butt at the box office. <laughs> just Taylor Mania in it, Taylor Mania. Oh yeah. Well, there was a rumor going around that she was going to show up because Travis Kelsey's brother, of course, right. uh, plays for your filthy Delphia Eagles. And uh, <laughs> hey. as you, as you, uh, as uh, everybody was just kind of looking around to see if she was there, but she wasn't. So. They said they went for sushi and then showed up at Saturday Night Live. So they yeah. had a little, little sushi and a little comedy on TV. Yeah. I wonder how they, they must have some real security to get her in and out of the building, surprise everybody like that. No kidding. Yeah. I got it on the DVR. I haven't watched the episode yet, but. Pretty shocked to see her, I guess. Ice Spice, by the way, in case you're wondering who the hell that is, is the uh, she sang uh, one of the songs from the Barbie movie, which other uh, big deal is uh, this past summer. So, mm. you still haven't seen the Barbie movie, have you, Ross? No. <laughs> is that why you're getting your nails done pink this morning? <laughs> <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by the U.S. House of Representatives. Just like this radio station, it doesn't work without a speaker. The U.S. House of Representatives. No winner yet in uh, high-low free money game jackpot 13. So we'll try again uh, before 7 o'clock this morning. We do it every day, 6 a.m., 9, 1, and 5 p.m. So your chance coming right before 7 this morning, and we'll do it again at 9 o'clock. Try and get a winner for jackpot number 13, and if we do, we'll move right on to jackpot number 14. Yeah. We're just flowing into money here, giving away over $5,000 so far in the high-low free money game. So your chance is on the way. We made a big announcement on Friday. Here we go. It's a special boss listener-only screening of the movie The Shining, the Halloween classic. This will be happening at the Marquee Cinemas in Tom's River the Sunday night before Halloween, Halloween weekend, October the 29th. And it's a special boss listener only event so you gotta win your way in you can't buy tickets to go see this oh that's cool kind of cool to see jack will be on the big screen yeah. here's johnny yeah, yeah so. <laughs> we'll do a little costume party too we have to 500 dollars in prizes for costumes nice so, and this is um this is adults only of course because it is an r-rated film so it'll be fun to dress up and not have to bring the kids around you know <laughs> <laughs> see you there tom's river october 29th if you win those passes your chance to do it with dead guy in the envelope happening this morning at 7 10 it won't be suzanne summers you will not be the dead okay. person in the envelope. All right, fine. She's, she's still room temperature, as Joe would say. Yeah. Too soon? Yes, it is too soon. That'll be at 710. Uh, he is still alive, we hope, because he'll be on the Celebrity Hotline later on this hour. Steve Hackett of Genesis, formerly of Genesis. He's got a brand new album out, so we'll talk to him this morning. He's, I think, one of the founding members of Genesis. I think so, yeah. yeah. Check my uh, Billboard Hot 100 book on his history, but he was in the <laughs> band uh, very early on and uh, through their... You know, Phil Collins joining and Peter Gabriel and all yeah. that. So we'll talk to him about all that rock and roll history. That should be good. We'll do a he said. She said. And oh. Ross said. Right. With his fuchsia nails this morning. Stop that. <laughs> about 7.50. Fast five. Birthdays. All coming up. 
It'll be a busy one, right? And the Horrible Scopes. Oh, don't forget the Horrible Scopes. I knew I was forgetting something. Ross will have your outlook for the week (laughs) in your Horrible Scopes. Time right now for the uh, CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Local businesses, organizations, putting together fun events. If you got one you'd like us to mention, charity, looking to raise some uh, awareness, some money for their cause, putting on something we'd like to share it every morning about 620-835. Send us a link with the info. We'll do our best to get it on. You can text it, 732-774-4444. You can do it on our Facebook page. Give us a direct message or do it at 1071theboss.com where you can get a complete list of boss events anytime. See where the boss roadies are going to be on tour. Two events this week. Wednesday, it's an after-work party with Michelle Amabile. Atlantic Medical Imaging of Brick goes on from 5 to 8. There's a girls' night out. She'll have great prizes for you to win. And then Thursday afternoon, Rochelle will be on duty starting at 1 o'clock at uh, Dr. Lombardi's Plastic Surgery Center in Eatontown with another big event. So she'll see you out there. Now, Saturday the 28th, we get the Jenks Club Halloween party. Boss Roadies will be there for their big costume contest. They get thousands of dollars in prizes, and that is wild. A big party right on Point Beach. Wow. Starts at 8 o'clock Saturday night, October the 28th. Come in costume. Yeah, it's a big costume contest. If you show up wearing a... We're in a Jets jersey. <laughs> I mean, I guess that counts as a costume, but the 2023 Tom's River Scarecrow Walk is going on now through Halloween night. Walk the streets of downtown Tom's River and see scarecrows decorated by residents who are vying for your vote. I don't know if you've seen some of these pictures on Facebook. It's oh. pretty neat. They do this every year. DowntownTomsRiver.com for the info. The annual Pumpkin Patch Day is going on Saturday. We were out there the other night picking apples and walking through the pumpkin patch. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. The kids get so excited. It's nice to see them off their little pads there and running around, you know, getting some energy out in nature. You know? Saturday from 10 to 5, Liberty Hall Museum up in Union. It's a fun-filled day with pumpkin picking. They'll do tractor rides, pumpkin carving and painting and arts and crafts and a whole lot more. Liberty Hall Museum. Search Liberty Hall Museum on Facebook for the info. And One Step Animal Rescue is hosting Howls and Heroes. That goes on Tuesday the 24th, starting at 7 at the Hillsborough Township Municipal Center. Adorable rescue puppies and dogs roaming freely to interact with you and maybe find a forever home. That's nice. And they'll do a a yoga class as well. So yoga with the animals. That's a big thing now, you know. Really? OscarAnimalRescue.org to sign up. I don't know that they do it with the, uh, you know, with dogs and cats, but they do it with the goats, you know, the goat oh. yoga and all of that. Okay. You're not hip to the goat yoga? No, not you, really. <laughs> I guess it helps you stretch and they have the, the goat walk on your back. I'm not making that up. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> Ross would rather use the thigh master that he got from Suzanne Summers. And, and that's another story for a later. A couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the community bulletin board. Ross is going to see how your week is turning out. With Time the Monday to, Horrible Scopes. That's right. Come on, Aries. Family problems or responsibilities can be in your focus today. Your earnings or how you spend money may become an issue with a partner, for example, or your relationship and money goals are currently at cross purposes. Taurus, a Mercury-Uranus clash comes into play today, and it may pitch your work and duties against your sense of independence. However, it's a generally good time to bring more nurturing, caring energy to your relationships. Yeah, that's right. Gemini, today is a great day for working through problems, as long as you pace yourself. Oh. You benefit most from a slower, steadier, and more straightforward approach to your life, and you're in great shape to devise strategies for handling problem areas. I'm still thinking about cutting up my credit cards like you were saying. Yeah, I know. Cancer, you may have to take a risk or move out of your comfort zone today. Try your best not to lock horns with people who frustrate you. Use some patience or compassion, and a detour you take from your schedule 
can eventually be rewarding. <laughs> Leo, you may have taken on too many personal projects or interests, and it can be a struggle. Look for ways to divide your attention in a more balanced way, even if this means cutting back on certain activities. Well, wouldn't want to do that. No. Virgo, you can feel a little torn between the promise of life experience and the appeal of getting down to business today. But something you learn, a special project or a personal interest, can be exciting and involving in all the right ways today. Okay. Libra, freedom is especially important for you today, and you're more sensitive than usual to feelings of being controlled or confined. Hey. Today is a great day for working through problems as long as you pace yourself. Scorpio, today's a good day for personal popularity and positive attention to your image, manner, or appearance. Look at me! That's right. You're in great shape for nurturing your self-confidence and in a good position to communicate about those things you usually may not articulate. Sagittarius, spend some time today to reflect, process, and digest recent events. Use your solitude and private time to your advantage and for nurturing improved mental wellness. Supporting others can also be in focus today. I might need some Tums. I'm having trouble with the digestion. I'm gonna... <laughs> Capricorn, a person in your life may come through for you today, and you can feel reinforced today through a group or friend association. Look for a stronger sense of purpose and fulfillment with your networking activities. Aquarius, taking a good look at what you can improve with your work, finances, or health today. And remember that good advice from someone that you trust may help you out. You might also enjoy mentoring others, particularly related to business. Mm. Or you might hate it. <laughs> You might want to take the money and run. There's that. And finally, Pisces, you'll take a special interest in a project today, and you could also benefit from getting away from the usual routine for your emotional satisfaction and nourishment. Learning new things can help you feel stronger and happier. And those are your Monday Horrible Scopes. Sounds like it's going to be a pretty good week. Over to the Celebrity Hotline, it's our friend Steve Hackett from the band Genesis. Steve, how are you? Very well, welcome. Some rock and roll royalty on the line, which is always exciting as a music buff. Uh, it's my pleasure to talk to you, sir. And congratulations, brand new album, Foxtrotted 50, is out. That kind of feel good to get it out there to the public, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's gone to number two in the British rock class. I'm very proud of that. Very happy with its progress so far. You know, what's interesting is I, I imagine these days with the internet and such, it's easier to get your music to fans than it might have been when you were starting out. I mean, you can just go directly to the fans and let them know about what you're doing without the record weasels in the way, right? Well, yeah, you know, it, 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 it does that. It's, uh, of course, I think having a record company, you know, helps distribution. You know what I mean? There's sure. all of that. It's, it, in so many ways, it's much more accessible, and yet at the same time, it's so much more difficult to find a record store, of course, you know. We all lament the days of being able to wander down to the local local store and, and go and check something out, whether you wanted to buy it or not, you know? Sure. Do I, do I spend my money on this or do I go and get Aerosmith? What am I going to do? <laughs> Do you find yourself uh, listening to the same music and getting turned on by the same kind of sounds that you did when you were starting? Uh, has your musical taste evolved over the years? I guess I'm asking, what's you know, what are you listening to these days? Well, I, you know, I do listen to stuff. I listen to all sorts of people. Um, I've worked with all sorts of people. So many people in the industry have become friends, and because I've been doing this for a while, and they look to me to say, you know, what should we be doing next? As if I was an expert, you know what I mean? And uh, nobody knows in, in, this, in, in this business, you know, what's going to make it from one minute to the next. And we try and apply a science to it, but other than bribery, what science is there? <laughs> it is the fact that people hear something, 
and they like it, they're going to buy it. What was the, um, you know, what was the music that made you say, "I'm going to become a musician. I'm going to, uh, I want to do this for a living." You know, what was the, what was the song? Do you remember hearing one and and saying, "Man, this is what I want to do with my life"? I, I think it's a very good question. Um, I, I do remember listening to the Stones version of "I Want to Be Your Man." I think that one, hmm. hearing Brian Jones' guitar on that, was the first time. I've been buying lots of guitar records since I was a kid, but it was the first time I've really. I heard a, a guitar rip, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that made me think, yeah, guitars are getting better and better. If only I can get some of that. So I, I, I started heading towards guitar. And, uh, and we look back, I still get very excited by what guitars can do. They are still very and then latterly, Paul Butterfield, absolutely loved Paul Butterfield with Mike Bloomfield, Melvin Bishop, loved all those, those blues guys. Sure. And uh, they got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame posthumously, you know, a lot of these guys. But the music was very, very exciting. Well, those, those are some guys definitely belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, no doubt about that. Uh, well, I think so. You know, I think it's very nice that that, that, that institution uh, exists, that we as Genesis got inducted a few years back. And, yeah. Um, uh, but it's great that they get to celebrate writers as well, and um, uh, and all that. You know, it's, it's not always, It's like the backroom boys. You know, you get a chance. They're moment the glory too, and if they're still living. Yeah, well, we're taking a, a walk down memory lane here, Steve. You see a, a picture now, you know, you look back and, and you say you feel differently than you did when the picture was being taken. When you listen back, especially to some of the, you know, the big hits from, you know, the, the early days and such, do you hear them differently now? Do they feel different than they did when you were, they were first happening? Well, I think so. I think that other bands, you know, as I say, I, I was a huge Stones fan, and that was kind of my introduction to Blues. Um... I think with a professional ear, I listen to it differently to the way I, I heard it then, but it's still very exciting, you know. I think that the whole point was, was the, the going for the jugular aspect of it, you know, from back then. Precision, yeah, I, I guess precision was kind of laid on the line via King Crimson, really. Skitsville Man said it all for precision, really. Um, that was an important time as Genesis was starting to flex their muscles. Right. And started to develop, and then a couple of records in, and, and John Lennon was saying he thought that Genesis were three sons of the Beatles. So I'm, I'm very, very proud of that, and um, I'm always reminding myself of that. Every time I do something new, I figure, you know, would he have liked this? You know, I, I like to think so. Well, in addition to the new record, you're doing some touring. You're going to be at three dates here in the Great Garden State, Collingswood, New Jersey, the 19th through the 21st of October. So it's going to be fun to get back out on the road and see the people, right? Absolutely, yeah. We're doing a bit of a residency there, you know, three nights. Yep. I'll be looking forward to doing that. It's a favorite venue. Uh, the whole place acts like a kind of an amplifier. It's a bit of a gathering of the clans as well. So I look forward to going back there soon. Been, you know, many old friends, and, and some new ones, too. So uh, I'm looking forward to it tremendously. I start flying out on Saturday, and uh, I'll be up, up kicking off in Montreal. Okay. And Collingswood will be very soon. Can't remember the exact date, but I know you've just mentioned them. Yeah, October 19th through the 22nd in uh, Collingswood, New Jersey, and the new record, Foxtrot at 50, is out now. Steve, thank you for the music over the years. It's great to talk to you. Appreciate you being on
That's a thick accent he's got there, isn't it? Boy, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you, Steve. All right, line number 10 hanging on here. Let's try and give away some free money in the high-low game. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I am fine. How are you this fine, fine, super fine Monday? Um, I'm in need of a few dollars. Okay, good. Well, we're between 107 <laughs> and 1,007 here in the high-low free money game. You know that. It's a number ending in seven. What is your name? Carrie. All right, Carrie. Terry or Carrie? With a K, Carrie. Carrie with a K. Lay it on us. What do you think? I'm going to go 347. 347 is too low. How low can you go? Too low. Sorry. You can play again, though, after 9 this morning. We'll give you another chance at the jackpot if you can get through, okay? Thanks so much. You're welcome. And I got a feeling she narrowed it down to those that have been paying attention here. Oh, yeah. High low, we play again after 9. 1071. The boss. I always feel bad when it gets so, gets so hyped up and they don't win. But yeah, so, it's a shame. We let you play again, so that's a good deal. <laughs> a couple of text messages here: seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Saying was that guy speaking English? Yeah, he just had a British accent. That's Steve yeah. Hackett from Genesis, but and he's old. <laughs> give he's the guy, very old. Give the guy a break, will you? All right. Oh my God. He sounded like Ross. <laughs> hey, cut that out. Yo, Joe, this is why people say you're mean. You know that? Oh, why am I? I'm just I did, kidding. I did an unnecessary Ross, shot. Ross does that all the time. That's right. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Dead guy in the envelope happening uh, after 7 this morning, about 7.10. I uh, promised somewhat uh, facetiously it will not be Suzanne Summers. In all seriousness, oh, it's kind of oh, sad. Oh, uh, that's too soon. <laughs> that's, yeah. no, no, she would have been too... 77 today. Yes, that's right. Now, wait a minute. People often think that the dead guy is inevitably going to be somebody who's in the news because they just passed away. I'm just clarifying that we wouldn't do that because right, that, would no. be, that would be tacky and insensitive to do such a thing. All right. So I wouldn't Not want that, that would really stop us in most cases. That's true. But... <laughs> most of the time, that's our bread and butter is better. <laughs> that's but, right. But, but Suzanne Summers, that's too fresh. No, that that's right. no good. That's right. Did you ever crush on uh, Chrissy? I know a lot of men watch Three's Company. I think the show may have been a hit. Just because I watched of... it, but I didn't have a crush on her. No, I wouldn't say I didn't so either. either. Yeah, it wasn't my deal. I didn't either. And then Joyce But DeWitt. I will tell you this. She had a great cookbook out yeah. later on in her life. Oh, my God. It was phenomenal. And um, her diet, oh, it was great. I can't believe she got fired because she wanted uh, a raise from... $30,000 to $150,000, which was what uh, Jack Ritter was getting. Uh, John Ritter played John Ritter, uh, Jack yeah. Tripper, that's right. I'm trying huh. to remember uh, what the name of the girl was. Remember they brought in like a lookalike Chrissy, with the, and the show went on uh, a couple yeah. more years without Suzanne Summers. Um, yeah, but, Janet Wood? No, Janet was uh, Joyce DeWitt. That was yeah. the other lady, okay. but I, for, I forget. Uh, Joe, you know what I'm talking about. They just brought yeah, in like a lookalike. A, and I, it wasn't, yeah. Wasn't like what they did on Charlie's Angels. Thing. Yeah, and on the Dukes of Hazard. Remember Coy and Vance when Bo, Bo and Luke were off the show? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, terrible. 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 Uh, and then the show went on a year, I think, with just uh, John Ritter. Um, yeah. It was, just, it was like a different deal where the character uh, moved. In addition to the thigh master, I was saying to Ross, I loved, uh, I thought she was just so great. Just a great scene in American Graffiti. If you remember, she plays, uh, she's billed as the girl in the T-Bird, the white T-Bird. And throughout the whole movie, Richard Dreyfuss' character is just obsessed with her. And then he goes and sees the Wolfman Jack and asks him to make a special dedication on the radio. Wow. Oh, that was great. And then she calls him on the telephone at the end of the movie, if you remember. By the way, Wolf it was Man. Jenna yeah. Lee Harrison who replaced Suzanne Somers okay. on, the, on the show. That was her cousin cindy snow that's cindy that's right cindy chrissy and cindy that's got to be insulting when you get replaced and they got almost the same person almost the same name yeah i mean like yeah. if they hired a big fat guy with glasses named ronnie to and kick <laughs> me out of here you know what i mean <laughs> oh you never know 
You know, it could happen at any time. You just never know. New poll out this morning. 57% of Americans say they know how to change a tire, and they've done it before. 40% say they haven't. 25% say if they had to, they don't think they'd be capable. I would be one of those people. I've never changed a tire. Really? I wouldn't know what to do. Do you know how to do? I'd change one, yeah. But not on my car now. I don't know. I don't even have a replacement in the uh because it's a you know convert not a convertible it's a uh, small car so yeah. Yeah. I don't have a replacement uh, tire in the trunk. I think I got one in the back trunk there but I wouldn't know what to do. That's so <laughs> Joe you probably know how to do that. You're a handyman. I no I'm not handy at all but I've yes I've changed multiple tires. Just into my old my old you know as I'm getting older though I call AAA so I'm not going to do that. There you go. But uh, but it's it's uh, yeah it's not it's not hard simple as can be to do. My biggest concern would be I know you got to put that lift under there and then push the thing and it lifts the car. My fear would be if you screw that up, the thing you fall and break your foot. You know what I mean? I wouldn't know how to do that. <laughs> not a clue. Only you. <laughs> not a clue. And listen, I have problems with the car all the time. Right now, the latest thing is that I can't get the uh, passenger airbag light to turn off. Oh. And they said it's a sensor issue where there's nothing wrong with the airbag, but it just thinks oh, that they, it just can't see that it's loaded and ready to go. So the little light is on all the time. So you have to take it well, into the service department. Yeah, they got to go in because you got to hook it up to their thing so they can charge you 150 bucks to turn the sensor off. Right. But I almost get a kick, the little uh, icon that comes up on the uh, on the dash. It's this little yellow icon, and it's uh, the head with the body and the legs, and then it's got like a bubble. <laughs> yep. So I understand what, front it, of it. what it means is this is your airbag is unactivated. What it looks yep. like is you have a pregnant person sitting in the passenger seat. <laughs> it's got like a little bubble on the person. <laughs> well. So. You don't care. It's on the passenger side, right? What what difference does it make? It's usually where wow. I sit, but I was driving this morning. So. Oh, yeah, well, then you, you got to get that fixed. Then. What you yeah. need is a little button that says, warning, warning. Yeah, well, I need that on the front door, too. I tell you what, you better <laughs> hope that that sensor, they can plug in there and just turn it off. Why do you say you that? you got to change a sensor. <laughs> yeah, that's money. Oh, that's sen- big money. To change a sensor? It's just a sensor. Yes. No. Well, we'll just leave it on. I don't care. If there's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, but but then it doesn't go off, maybe. you got to find out. Well, hopefully I don't get in a crash, and if I do, I'll just go flying out to the road like any Ernie Kovacs or That's Jane right. Mansfield. What be, do I, what that, do would, I that would solve a whole lot of problems. <laughs> that that would, wow. <laughs> See what I mean? This is why people think you're mean, because it's just <laughs> a necessary shot. Yeah, let it go. <laughs> Sorry, apologize for yeah. that. On kid duty today. Uh oh. Uncle Ross is here. So I walk out of the house this morning. Yeah. And I realize this is one of those little idiosyncrasies, one of those tiny little things in life. But I've been thinking about it. I've been consumed by it since uh, I left and uh, was driving into the radio station this morning. I don't understand why we've got to have these digital deals to lock a door. This happens now at the house. <laughs> this happens at the hotel. This happens at the office. Don't you miss when you got a little key? Like you check into the hotel, there was almost something, uh, something part of the experience of going on a trip where they had that whole wall with all the keys on the little yes. hooks. They give you the hook and it had a little thing hanging on it. It had your number of your room, and then there you go. But now you got those little cards where you got to stick the thing in the slot and pip up, and the thing turns green to get in. Of course, the first time you do it, it never takes. Or worse, you got to do the thing where you're waving it like a wand. Ooh. You know what I'm talking about here? Yeah. So we're in a community. And so they, you know, all the houses have these locks like this. It's kind of like a hotel. Right. Now, if this had been my own custom build, I would have gone for an old-fashioned lock and key. But right. we've got the digital deal, which is supposed to be so high-tech. The darn thing, I'm swiping it, I'm doing, looks like I'm doing a magic trick. So when you leave, do you have to do the same thing? Yeah. To lock it, you got to swipe the thing again. Oh. Because it has to respond to know to lock to turn the, the thing course. to lock it. Sure. Now, that part is not digital. That would be a little high-tech if you swiped it and then the lock automatically turned one way or the other. Right. But that part you still have to do manually. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I managed to get it to work, but the little light is flashing red. So I think it locked. But warning, warning. Right. It's like Danger Will Robinson. <laughs> yeah. But it's a little, I just don't understand why does everything have to be so high tech? Same thing at this building. Same thing when you get in the car. You know, you just uh, you wave the thing and then the door automatically opens. Right. I don't know. I feel like we can't get cell service in certain parts of the area. We could put man on the moon and yet we can't figure out these kind of little things. You know what I'm saying? You're an angry man. Well, I don't know if I'm angry. I'm just like, I'm worried now the cat's going get, to get out or something. You know what I'm saying? He's he's just looking for a chance to escape. Wow. So okay. just someone, someone give me a lock and key All again, right. will you? Yeah. Chicago, you're the inspiration from the Peter Cetera era. We call it the Cetera era. <laughs> Peter Cetera, who hates Joan Olin, but that's a different story for a different time. Wow. We've all got our celebrity feud, you know? Let it go. Big Show is on the boss. Robbie and Rochelle here, 1071, 99.7 FM on your boss app, too. We'll get Rochelle back in here in a couple because we could talk chocolate carousel. In one of those baking kits. Oh this week. yeah! So we'll get her on the line. She's on kid duty today. So uh, Ross is here, uh, filling in. Well, I don't fill in. Joining. I mean, you're here every day with the horrible scopes and all of that, right? You know, which you did a fine job on once again this morning. Yes. Yeah, also, our, our friend uh, Kevin, the silly song guy, <laughs> and his cast of idiots did a pretty good one. I like that monster cash. That was good. Have you been in CVS? It's true. The price of candy is like double what it was last year. It's like ten dollars for a bag of Reese's Pieces. I know, and you got to buy enough for everybody in the neighborhood because yeah. the kids are coming by. If anybody knows the price of candy, it would be you, because I know you love your candies. You're probably, you're feeling it in the wallet this year, that's for sure. Yeah. Got a, a Yacht Rock Monday on the way at 745 this morning. Ooh. Ross has suggested we do Dragging the Line by Tommy James. That's a good one. Yeah, it would be. So we might do that. All know. right. We'll see what Joe has to say. Right. He's very, very passionate about Yacht Rock Monday. About 745, yeah, okay. we'll get one of, those, one of those Yacht Rock songs, and I think they, uh, they're almost more fun this time of year, because it makes you, makes you feel a little summery, you know? A lot of lousy reviews for uh, the Frasier reboot that arrived this weekend on Paramount+. Plus. Things are so bad, they're starting to post episodes on YouTube just to try and drum up some interest in the show. Yeah. None of the original cast is returned except for Kelsey Grammer. The deal is that the Frasier character moves back to Boston. Because you remember he started out on Cheers when that show was on? Yeah, and takes a job as a professor to reconnect with his son, who is, hasn't led him back into his life. That's one of the criticisms of the program is that all the people who are on the show are kind of like copies. Yeah. Of, of everybody that was on the Frasier show that we all liked. Right. So a lot of people are saying that uh, yeah, just they should have left well enough alone. You're better off watching the reruns of Frasier than watching this new uh, reboot. Right. I was mentioning to Ross, uh, Perry Gilpin, who played Roz, his producer on the show, because yeah. remember he was the, uh, the the therapist on the radio? Right. Uh, her dad in real life, if you grew up uh, get watching Philadelphia TV, maybe people in South Jersey might remember, uh, Jim O'Brien was her dad. He was a weatherman. Oh, I didn't know that. Philadelphia wow. TV for a long time, yeah. Not, uh, not great reviews for Frasier. I, I think the best part of that show is that little dog, Eddie. Remember? He's so cute. <laughs> I think he passed away now, but Eddie the dog lived to be like 20 years old. He was, wow. He's a good little boy. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, I mean, why would I make that up? That's pretty cool. <laughs> You're looking for some Halloween deals. Forget the candy. Uh, Auntie Anne's. You sign up for their uh, rewards program. They got a new confetti pretzel and nuggets uh, and any drink for 20% off. That's a good Halloween deal. Yeah. Baskin-Robbins doing 31% off scoops on Halloween itself, October the 31st. Yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. Buy one, get one. 50% off wings on Halloween. That's a great deal. And one free donut to customers who come in in costume any Krispy Kreme location. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do that every year. That's a great deal. I guess if you're pinching the pennies at, uh, at CVS to buy the candy, there's a couple ideas for you. Anyhow, time now for Dead Guy in the Envelope. Ooh. Mention also today the 100th birthday, 
or the uh, 100th anniversary of uh, what's the deal with uh, Walt Disney? They're celebrating Disney 100 days at Walt's Ooh, birthday. I don't know. Is see, it? Uh, oh, it's a 100th uh, anniversary of the company being founded. I see. 1923. Right. I guess Walt was born in 1901. But anyway, I just want to point out Walt Disney is not the dead guy in the envelope. I okay. know that, that would be an obvious choice, but no, it is also not <laughs> Suzanne Summers. That would be tacky. We're not going to do that. And Bob Weir's birthday is today. He's 76, but he's a grateful dead. Yeah, he's also dead, but he's it's not him either. So yeah. it's not uh, not Bob Weir. Okay. So these are some people you might have seen in the news on Facebook this morning that are dead. Not the dead guy in the envelope. <laughs> however, however, it will be somebody that has some connection to something going on in uh, pop culture today. I always like Ooh. to do that. So in the envelope, uh, the name of a famous deceased person from some realm of stardom. Okay. Whether it's a movie star, a television star, a musician, a politician, an athlete, it'll be up to... Uh, Ross to ask a couple questions here, try and narrow it down, and then we'll open up the phone lines. These are yes or no questions, and the first person to correctly identify the dead guy in the envelope will win passes to our boss listener-only screening, Halloween screening of The Shining with New Jersey's own Jack Nicholson. Cool. It'll be happening Halloween weekend, October 29th at the Marquee Cinemas in Tom's River. Question number one. Go ahead. All right. Is it a man? It is a man, yes. Okay. Uh, was he born in the 20s? Was he born in the 20s? Let the me 1920s. Yes, let me double check the... Uh, oh, yes, right. yes, born in the 1920s. Wow, I'm doing... Just, oh, wow. just barely, though, but... <laughs> okay. so he'd be 100 years old. That's right. If he wasn't room temperature. Right. Um, okay, let's say he is... Uh, was he an actor? Yes. Ooh. Was, uh, he was in movies, obviously, because yes. there was no real TV before then. Uh, All I'm going to say is he was in movies, yes. You can ask me if you'd like if he was on television. Was he on television? Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but he was uh. also in movies, for sure. Hmm. Was he best known for his for a television series? Yeah, I would say so. Was it a, a police series? Yeah. Hmm. That's a tricky, tricky answer. It's hard to give yes or no with some of the ones you're uh, asking here. Hmm. Jack Webb. No, not Jack Webb. That's a good guess. I've got a guy who's an actor born in the 1920s, was in the movies, was in TV. Probably better known for TV, although he did plenty of movies that you would know. He was on a show playing a policeman, a police show. That's what we know so far about the dead guy in the envelope. That's right. Joe said he'd be about 100 years old if he were alive. Wow. Let's get a couple more here out of you two, and then I'll open up the phone lines here. I got no, nothing. Uh, was he, um, did he die in the uh, 80s? No. Was he ever in jail? No. <laughs> okay. No, but he did play a policeman. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you got that going for him. I had to ask. Was his character in this police series a detective? No. Is a police officer. Huh. Let's open up those phone lines. 732-774-4444. Remember, there is a slight connection to something today. This is not just out of nowhere that we selected this particular deceased celebrity in the envelope. We're playing for those passes to the uh, boss listener-only screening of The Shining in Tom's River. 732-774-4444. Also doing a costume contest that night. You come in costume to that movie. We got up to $500 in prizes. There'll be three prizes wow. for the three best costumes. That's great. So that's pretty fun, too. We'll get wow. you in there. First person, first person gets through and identifies dead guy in the envelope. We'll get a pair of passes to join us. 732-774-4444. These Monday mornings keep on 
home coming Disrupting two days of drinking Creeping up upon me like some virus on the skin Singing goodbye fun, the sub will now begin I'll hit the snooze and wait an hour or two Cause sleep is all night The world will go on without me Though there's a chance I'll go hungry I won't be driving Monday morning Right in the thick of it. Dead guy in the envelope. Let's do a little recap, Ross, of what we know about the dead guy again. Well, we know it's a guy. That's right. We know he was born in the 1920s. Yes, sir. We know he uh, played a policeman on a series uh, in the 1960s. I don't know that we said that. Oh. But yes, it was in the 1960s. Okay. Look at you. Give it a little extra hint. Known for uh, film and for television, by the way. And not arrested, as far as we know. Not a con. Okay. Good morning. It's a boss. Hi, I Robbie. Yes, it's me. Hi. Uh, hi, I'm Phil. I do have an answer. I think. Okay, what do you think? Don Knotts. Is it Don Knotts? Now, what makes you say that? Well, because Suzanne Summers died, and he was an actor with her. In this- That's right. He played uh, Ralph Furley on Three's Company. Right. Yes, it is oh, Don Knotts. Well done. Look at that. And, of course, he played Barney Fife, a police officer on the Andy That's Griffith right. Show. I thought I might throw people wow. off. When I said police officer, I thought everybody was going to think of, like, CSI or that kind of thing. But there you go. Are you kidding? My husband watches it every night, all the reruns. <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing wrong with that. What's your name? Phyllis. All right, Phyllis. I think you said that a minute ago. Really I, I'm good sorry. guess. Yeah, listen, I'm going to have you and the husband come out. We get a fun night. We're doing a boss lister only screening of one of the classics, The Shining, for Halloween. It'll be at the Marquee Cinemas in Tom's River on Sunday night, October 29th. We get a pair of passes for you, okay? Okay, thank you so much. All right, don't hang up. We'll be right back. We'll get all your info. You mind if I give uh, our friend Kane, our nighttime DJ, a call? Sure. Because he uh, heard us mentioning a minute ago that there's terrible reviews for the Fraser show. He said he loved it. Yeah. And I think Kane has got a pretty uh, okay, pretty good sense of humor. So let me see what he thinks here. Get him on the line. Good morning, Robbie. How are you, bud? You all right? Yeah. All right. You like that no. uh, Fraser show? I heard it was terrible and the reviews are terrible, but you liked it? No, it was. it's amazing. If you like Fraser. You're going to like this show. I mean, how can you expect the cast to be all the same? He he left Seattle. He, he didn't have the same cast when he left Boston to go to Seattle, all different people. Now he leaves he leaves Seattle to go to Boston, all different people. I mean, it's just, and it's still Frazier. He's the he's the glue that holds it together. The writing is hilarious. Hmm. He's, he's just as snappy and persnickety as he always was. It's, it's, it's funny as heck. Okay, well, that's a pretty big endorsement out of you because you have a pretty uh, dry sense of humor. So if you like it, then maybe I don't believe the uh, TV critics. Yeah, no, I mean, I had to rewind. There was one scene where I had to rewind a couple times because I was just laughing so uproariously. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm just picturing you in your couch in your underpants uproariously laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the way he said box of dirt. Because his son is a big Boston Red Sox fan. Um, he to be nothing like Frazier. He's just a sports guy, right? Yeah. And Frazier had to move in, and he one of his prized possessions is a box of dirt from Fenway, and Frazier didn't want him to keep it in sight, and then he eventually relented and let him 
keep it by the piano. And he's like, oh, my, my fancy piano goes well with your box of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good Kelsey Grammer impression. I like that. That's not bad at all. Thank you. But it's, if you like Frasier... You're going to love the show. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but you have to have Paramount Plus. That's right. Well, they are, uh, as I mentioned, they did post a couple episodes to YouTube to try and get people excited about it. So you can see the first two online, and, and then maybe you want to get Paramount after that. And don't go into it with, oh, it's just not the same. Well, of course it's not the same. It's different. It's a reboot. But Kelsey is still Kelsey. All right. Well, I apologize for going along with the critics here. If Kane says so, then go watch <laughs> Frasier, I guess. All right. That's well, it. We got to go. Thanks, buddy. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> that's it. Get out. <laughs> As Ross would say, that's it. Now get out. Time for a hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 720 and 920, we hear from moms. <laughs> we share them on the radio just like this. All right. Uh, Lori Hostler says, my six-year-old said he doesn't want a birthday party next year. He just wants his friends to come to our house, sure. drop off presents, and leave. I think he's completed his metamorphosis into an introvert. Yeah, he's just like me. Hey, Kane, get out. (laughs) Really? Thanks for stopping by. All right. Mayra Ridgeway says, My son got some Pokemon cards, and neither of us knows how to play, so we're just taking turns putting cards down until we run out, and I declare him the winner. (laughs) That's what he's waiting for, too. That's a good moment. They just want to win, those kids. Exactly. And at Singing Sarah... 214 says, my uh, friend handed my seven-year-old a coloring page as a gift, and my kid looked at it and muttered, Jesus Christ. So I thought, oh, no, I better watch how I talk around him. And then he flipped it over and showed me baby Jesus. Oh, all right, well, <laughs> God bless, I guess. Now go, the mass is ended. Go in peace. Yeah. Hashtag mom. God bless. Every morning, 720, 920, send one in. You might hear yours. You will hear the Fast Five and the birthday file. It's Robbie and Rochelle. In the morning, our friends at Chocolate Carousel in Wall, John and Lisa have a brand new project for us. Our first official project of fall, which mm-hmm. is kind of exciting. This is the time of year where I start to think about sweet treats in a different way than I do during the summer. Yeah. Because I'm a person that thinks about sweet <laughs> treats all the time. So we got one of these little baking kits. Now, we do them. You can certainly do them. You can stop in there, call them, uh, visit them, check them out online. They have a lot of great social media videos where they show you know what we're talking about here you get a little baking kit bring it home do it with the kids do it with your spouse be a fun little date night too what's our challenge for this month our baking kit challenge our mission if we choose to accept it we are making a cranberry orange pound cake which sounds incredible it sounds so good and we haven't made it yet but i think i'm gonna let you attempt this one because it looks fairly easy there's only seven steps and the first step is just to preheat the oven and the last step is to cool before enjoying so i think you can do two through six cranberry orange pound cake pound cake sounds oh, incredible that's gonna be so good with coffee a little I butter know. on there. what if i up the ante put some pumpkin butter on top doesn't officially come with the pumpkin butter but it maybe maybe i make a little executive decision and then we do the taste test friday when john and lisa in here see what they think it can't be bad i'd be overachieving this time around you would be all right well get the baking kit for yourself and you don't have to choose this one they got lots of different ones you can choose yeah. and we're gonna give this a try cranberry orange pound cake mm. and of course we'll get the video up on tiktok once we do this tonight at robbie and rochelle radio and we'll share it to the boss page as well all thanks all courtesy of our friends john and lisa chocolate Carousel in Wall. My experiments all seem to be going out of whack. So I took a break for a tasty snack. When suddenly I heard Frankenstein say, Holy crap, those MMs are up to ten dollars a bag. He needs some cash. He needs some monster cash. Some monster cash. 
to fill the children's sacks. He did some flash. Dracula was starting to laugh. He did some flash. Yes, we'll need a lot of cash. Inflation has come to Transylvania too. All the ghosts are crying boo-hoo. The ghouls and goblins can't get us out of this mess. 20% more for 30% less. They need some cash. We need some monster cash. Some monster cash. To fill the children's sacks. They need some cash. Dracula was starting to laugh. They need some cash. Yes, he needs some monster cash. Congratulations again to Phyllis. She correctly identified Don Knotts. You know wow. his first name was actually Jesse. Don was his Jesse Donald Knotts. Oh, I didn't know that. I would have assumed it was just Donald Knotts. But yeah. No, Je- uh, Don Knotts, your dead guy in the envelope, born 1924. Wow. Died 2006. He was Barney Fife on the Andy Griffith Show. Yep. And he was a neighbor on uh, Three's Company, so I thought we'd do a little Three's Company trivia since we lost Suzanne Summers last night. But we didn't want to do Suzanne Summers. That would be ta- that'd be tacky <laughs> and insensitive. And if anything, that's not what we're about here, so... We went with Don Knotts, and she won't pass us into that uh, boss listener-only screening of The Shining that is happening at Marquee Cinema's Tom's River. Big costume contest that night, too. Boss yeah. Rodie, see you out there. Sunday night, October 29th. Michelle will have another chance for you to get in later on this afternoon. Cool. So there you are. All right, time now for Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. And it's powered by the URSB Carteret Performing Arts Center. Saturday, October 28th. Carteret welcomes Get the Lead Out, a celebration of the mighty <laughs> Zep. For tickets, it's carteretpack.com. That's carteretpac.com. Thank you for staying in touch this weekend on all the socials, wherever you get your podcasts. We're right there at 1071theboss.com. We are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio on all those aforementioned socials. And here we go, number five. Five big old training stories thought you need to know. Be in the know. Be in the know. Number five, there's a science expert. This is on the TikTok. Everybody's on TikTok. Uh-huh. You can blow up a plastic garbage bag using just three breaths. Really? It's kind of fun to watch, I have to admit. It sounds like a stupid thing, but the trick is kind of fun to watch. The trick is not to blow into the bag like you would a balloon. Instead, you back up from a little hole in the bag and then blow into that little thing. Well, and that works? Well, take a listen. Here's uh, some video Challenge of this. Challenge your friend to blow up a plastic garbage bag with only three breaths. If you try just pressing your mouth up against the opening of the bag, right. it's going to take you a long time to inflate. But there's an easier way. Back up from the hole of the bag and then blow into it. You should be able to inflate the bag in only a few breaths. What's happening is that my fast-moving breath is running into the center of the opening of the bag, causing an area of low pressure. The surrounding slower-moving air outside, which is at a higher pressure, gets dragged towards the lower-pressure air as it moves into the opening. So you're able to multiply your efforts, using the air from your lungs to also pull in air around it. So which method would you use? The beach ball method or science? Well, I guess you go with science. And I tell you what, it clearly takes a little science to think yeah, of no how to do kidding. that. To explain the science of how to do that. But if only you put your, your talents toward curing cancer or something that actually matters in this world instead of how to blow up a trash bag and post a video on TikTok. Yeah. Amazing to me. Clearly a smart woman. Why don't you use your talents for something that makes a difference instead of getting clicks on the TikTok? Thing? Wow. But that's just... All right. Number four, Arizona dad. Eyebrows being raised because he stripped down at a school board meeting wearing nothing but a crop top and short shorts to protest the lax dress code policy. Remember, there was a whole hoopla in Congress not that long ago. The Senate was going to let people yeah. go casual, not have yeah. to wear a suit and tie, women wear a skirt, that sort of thing. Well, here's the dad trying to make his point. His name is Ira Latham, protesting the board's decision at the lax dress code in school. <laughs> Shows up at a crop top. If you ask me, this is inappropriate for a board meeting. Under the proposed policy, this would be appropriate in a classroom. These are my babies. These are my kids. 
I'm concerned about them. My concerns were about preparing students for entering the workforce, setting the right expectations. The dress code that they wanted to get to is just basically a dress code for a public pool. Make sure that kids cover their underwear, and that's about it. Well... Oh, when he said, these are my babies, these are my kids, I thought he was talking about his private parts. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> stuffed into those little short shirts there, right? Yeah, really? I read the details on this, and it is obviously a lax policy. They don't have to wear a, you know, like a uniform, like yeah. they're going to the Harry Potter school. But, right. I mean, you know, they need, kids need to express themselves. That's part of the deal, too. I agree. You don't want the you know, the kids where everything's hanging out, but yeah. I don't know. Did you ever dress code when you were going to school? Yeah, No. <laughs> it didn't happen. I don't think we did, but I'm I'm trying to remember. I think if someone had come in with a shirt that said, you know, F you or something, they probably would have sent them home. Probably, yeah. You know, if someone had some explicit picture on their shirt, I think those were probably frowned upon. Or ripped jeans might have been I don't know. No, I guess people wore ripped jeans when I was growing up. Well and and if you live in you know, in the north, when it gets cold right. during the winters, you don't want to go to school in no. little clothing. So this guy may be taking it a little bit too far. Yeah. Maybe he's an exhibitionist, just wanted an excuse to show up in short shorts. <laughs> I don't know and I don't want to know. Number three, this is pretty cool. There's a DeLorean, a nineteen eighty one DeLorean, oh. almost identical to the one from Back to the Future. That was found in Wisconsin with only 977 miles oh on it. Oh, my God. Now, as you might know, they only made so many DeLoreans and yes. the company went bankrupt. And it's one of the reasons they used it for the Back to the Future movie. How much are they selling it for? Well, no word yet, but the uh, restorer, Michael McKellahan, is uh, talking about his purchase of uh, the vehicle and whether Ooh. or not he might sell it going forward. Here you are. He said he would go out in the barn and just look at it because he thought it was a really cool car. But it happened pretty quick because once I found out the car was close... And it was a low-mileage car. I was excited to go take a look. We opened it up. Uh, the first thing I saw was a mouse go running across the center console. <laughs> the condition of the leather, uh, the condition of the instrument cluster and the dash, and a lot of places where you see sun damage. And that's one of the big killers on this. This car has virtually no sun damage. Wow. To take a car from this condition to what I know we can do with it is just, that's an adventure anybody wants to be on. So I guess the deal is this guy has had it here all these years and decided he's finally going to refurbish it. And this guy got excited, you know, finding something like this. But no word if it's being sold or if the guy just wants to refurbish it, then enjoy it or well, put, it, put it on display. Yeah, and how much do you think it would cost? Probably hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, they're pretty rare, yeah. Yeah. So to get the thing all like new, I would guess it'd probably be 100 Gs, yeah. Nine, uh, 977 miles for a car that's been sitting wow. there that long. It's pretty pretty amazing. And I guess they know about every single one of them. Man, it's not like a you know like a Ford where there's so many of them you couldn't keep track. Sure. Because there are only like a, you know, I don't know how many, 6,000 of these made. <sighs> wow. They know where all of them are. By the way, this has nothing to do with anything, but I was reading an article yesterday. Fascinating. There's a, there's a motorcycle company uh, that is doing a nationwide search for nine motorcycles that were bought by Elvis in the 70s. Oh, my God. And there's pictures of Elvis and his buddies you know, on these motorcycles, but nobody has seen them since nobody knows what happened to them. And because his company made this rare line of motorcycles, there's this thing where if anybody knows anything yeah. about these motorcycles, if you Google Elvis motorcycle search, you'll find it. Okay. It's, it's like an unsolved mystery about Elvis and his motorcycles. Wow. Hey, mama. My motorcycle. <laughs> Like a missing mama. Thank you very much. Kind of interesting. Number two, a New Zealand man has uh, officially broken a world record by bungee jumping 941 times in one day. His name is Mike Hurd. Here he is talking about the bungee. The bungee world record, the bungee experiment, I guess. On top of the world, absolutely amazing. This is going down as one of the best moments of my life. Previous record was 765, and we had a bit of a celebration up here in the age of Hacker Bungee Pod in Auckland, <laughs> under the Auckland Harbour Bridge, and you may have seen that. And what was my head doing? Uh, 
I was crying. I had water leaking out of my eyes. I'm sure it was. By the way, was that Brad Blanks? It sounded a lot it like Brad, didn't it? like Brad. <laughs> no. That's uh, Mike Hurd. Yeah, now holds a world record for most bungee jumps in one day. If you're familiar with the Auckland Bridge there in Australia, it's a big bridge, kind of yeah. like, uh, I'm trying to think of which bridge would be similar, kind of like the, the Gothels Bridge, you know, looks a little similar to that. Right. That's a big jump, 941 times in Holy one day. Holy cow. Good for you, buddy. I love those world records. Bonus, bonus story. There's a woman in South Carolina agreed to take down a Halloween decoration, a coffin she had in the front yard when her neighbor asked her to because her this is horrible. I don't mean to laugh at this. Her neighbor recently got a cancer diagnosis and oh. said seeing the casket in the front yard out her window every day made her even more depressed. I can see that. The two of them discussed this. It was caught on a security camera and then the family has put the security camera footage up and it's trending. So. Well, I'm glad that she took it down, but I'll tell you what, what are you doing putting a casket in your front yard anyway? Yeah. You want to put some pumpkins out, you want to do some gourds in the front yard, maybe you hang a skeleton on the door, but then beyond that, what are you doing buying a real casket and putting that in your front yard? I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> Seriously. Isn't that strange? <laughs> it's just taking Halloween. I like Halloween. You're taking it too far. Buy a casket. Where does somebody even buy a casket? I don't want to know where you All would right. do such a thing. Let it go. Bonus, bonus, bonus story. Listen to that. Oh, this is juicy. John Hamm, Jennifer Aniston, according to insiders uh, on the set, you know, people that work on the show, the morning show, you know, Apple TV Plus, so the two of them, quote, really let go during a sex scene. The director said that uh, he'd like to put collagen in his coffee if he could have a body like John has at his age. And people also uh, give a big thumbs up to Jennifer Aniston for how good she looks. But okay. so apparently they almost did the deed for real because they got so into their sex scene. Wow. Filming the morning show. <laughs> Never forget about Frasier and go see that. Wow. All right. Man, a little hot in here. That's a strange thing when you think about it. If you're a couple of actors, especially if you're friends, and now you got to take your clothes off and... Run around with each other? I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, don't look at me like that. That's not happening. <laughs> That'd be like you and Joe rolling around with no shirts yeah, on. right. Or showing up at a PTO meeting in short shorts or something like not that. Not happening. And number one, flight to Mexico delayed for more than two hours. Why, you ask? Due to a mosquito infestation aboard the plane. What? Video recorded by passengers shows the uh, mosquitoes. It's hard to hear anything, but you can see them swarming around. And then passengers swatting. Now, it's one thing for there to be a mosquito or two. Imagine a whole swarm of mosquitoes wow. trying Wow. Trying to get at you. Passengers aboard the flight said the mosquitoes dissipated once the lights were turned off in the passenger compartment. I'll tell you what, I'm getting off that plane. I don't care if TSA is going to tackle me and put me in jail. Really? I am getting off that plane. Yeah. I'm not just going to sit there and be eaten alive by a bunch of mosquitoes, an angry pack of mosquitoes. Ugh. That bites. Monday, ah. <laughs> Monday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. John Mayer, 46 today. He's been on tour with the uh, Grateful Dead. We have this, uh, our ombudsman asked us to make this correction. Bob Weir, in the dead, not dead, 76 today. I think you and I said he was dead earlier. Yeah. Flea from Red Hot Chili Pepper, 61. Tim Robbins, 65. I don't know why I care, but I still can't get past the fact that he's not with... Uh, uh, what's her name? Susan Sarandon anymore. They were right. together for like 35 years, and they broke up maybe a year or so ago. So wow. I don't know why that's strange to me, but it is. 
Uh, this would have been Suzanne Summer's birthday today. We were all ready to go. Say it was her 77th birthday, but right. we, we lost her last night, of course. Also, happy number 80, the big 8-0 to Fred Turner. Just a week ago, Randy Buckman also turned 80. So all the guys in Buckman-Turner Overdrive, he's the Turner in BTO. Yes. Celebrating. You got some more obscure birthdays for me? Uh, let's see. Gary Kemp of Spandau Ballet, Ooh. 64. Oh. Wendy Wilson of Wilson Phillips, 54 okay. today. That's Brian Wilson's daughter, too, from the Beach Boys. Yeah. Kelly Martin from ER. Uh, she is 48. And uh, let's see, Pamela Bach from Baywatch is 60. Uh, also, filmmaker David Zucker, who did The Naked Gun. Oh, all right. What a great film. Uh, 76 years old. Uh, WNBA star Sue Bird is 43. Oh. The Phillies, Bryce Harper, turns 31 today. Oh, I missed that one. That's a good one. And the uh, late NBA star and humanitarian Manute Bowl would be 61. And it was playwright Oscar Wilde's birthday today as well. The importance of being earnest, I believe. Yes. Well, those were obscure. Thank you, Ross. Today is National Boss Day, National Liquor Day, World Food Day, Global Cat Day. <laughs> yeah. My cat Rick is going to be expecting an extra scoop of food this afternoon when I get home, I'm sure. Feral Cat Day, too. Feral yeah. Cat Day, and it's School Bus Driver Day today, too, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. Which is nice. School bus drivers do a great job. On the other hand, those uh, those crossing guards in South Amboy by the train station, not a great job. And it's National Cut Up Your Credit Card Day. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good oh. luck with that. Would I love to do that. <laughs> All right, Ross is a selection here, Joe, so we're just going to go with it. Yacht Rock Monday. These guys were in town over the weekend. We're going with Tommy James dragging the line. How do you feel about this? Not not Yacht Rock. Oh, come on. Yeah, Ross insists that it is Yacht Rock and asks that we no. give a little bit of this a play. Did you have something uh, that you wanted to play? No, no, it's fine. Take it out of my hand. Beep, beep. Terrible song. Take it and give my day by day. I did snow and rain and bright sunshine. Dragging the line, 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 Real time traffic with Joe Nolan. All right, well, Yacht Rock Monday action. There's some debate on whether or not that actually qualifies as Yacht Rock, but you can't help singing along once you hear it. That's right. Well, well, the last, the last actually couple of weeks when I didn't pick the song, for whatever reason, it wasn't Yacht Rock. It was something else. But okay. it's all right. Just because it's your definition of Yacht Rock no, doesn't mean I, it. I, I just picked the songs off of the, the playlist from, um, from uh, whatever it is, one of those streaming yeah, okay. services. The Yacht Pandora Rock Yacht Rock music. channel, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, have yeah, yeah. Two words for you. The first one is bite. Can you guess the number? <laughs> wow. Wow. That's a little harsh. I like it. Go get them, Ross. That's a little harsh. That was great. Just do the traffic. Whoa. Right. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Oh, this is good now. I'm just going to sit back with some popcorn hey, and watch you know this what? go down. You know what? That makes me smile. That brings back so many memories. Yeah, I'll bet it does. Yeah. When he just said, just do the traffic. All right, fine. <laughs> you ever read uh, Tommy James's book? He was like the mob controlled him. They owned his record contract. He didn't make a dime. Wow. A guy named Morris Levy. Well, this is allegedly. It's a very interesting book. He also talks about uh, Moni Moni. You know the song that Billy Idol then yes. did? He did the original yeah. Moni Moni. He was in the city and he saw the sign blinking for Mutual of New York. M-O-N-Y, Moni yeah. Moni. And that's where the record came from. Okay. See, wow. I, I thought that was a very good suggestion to do a little Tommy James since he was in New Jersey this weekend, Ross. Yeah. Thank you. You want to say anything else to Joe before I let him go? No. Okay. <laughs> terrible song. Let's go ahead and try this. It's He Said. Yes. She Said. 
with Robbie and Rochelle. I'm going to get Ross's opinion here, too. Yes. Rochelle will check in again in a couple of minutes. We're trying, okay. to, trying to get her in here, but Ross is doing the heavy lifting today. Yeah. This is an interesting topic. If you could have back the amount of money that you've spent on one thing in your life, what would it be? So you I, think think about all the money you've spent in your life on this one thing. You wish you can get that money back. What would that thing be that you wish you hadn't spent that money on? I think most men who are in this same position would say alimony. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I sure. want it all back. <laughs> I mean, that's a great answer. I didn't, uh, I didn't pay alimony, but I was engaged several times before Rochelle. And none of them gave the ring back. Oh. And that's a couple of grand a piece to go buy a diamond Yow. ring. So I w- first of all, I wish I'd never done it. I wish I hadn't been a dummy that got been over his head. And then I wish that I'd gotten the ring back. But I'll tell you what, even though you probably, uh, it's, there's a deal. You can bring him to court to get it. Yeah. But it's a whole thing. Depositions and appeals. I would have been like Trump, you know, trying to uh, <laughs> trying to fight the system. Yeah. All but right. I certainly wish I hadn't spent the money on that. All right. What do you think about it? Probably anything to do with the car. I've spent... I don't know how many thousands of dollars over the years on different cars uh, with tires and like we were talking about sensors and and all those sort of things. I think that always hurts when you got to bring the car in for service of some kind. Well, I think anything that's deductible, you get a free ride on it, you know, because you can take it off your income taxes the next year. Well, that's not like you have to replace a tire. You can't take that off your income tax. No, you can't take that, but... Just about anything, you know, that you would say was a big ticket item might be uh, deductible. Come to think of it, paying Uncle Sam, I'm not crazy about that. <laughs> I know it all comes around again, knock on wood, with Social Security and Medicare. But taxes. Yeah, taxes are, are not great. I mean, especially like you and I both worked in Manhattan. You have to pay the city tax. Oh, yeah. I did the show out in Detroit and Boston over the years. You got to pay city tax, state tax, federal tax, SSI. Yeah. That hurts, you know, so taxes so, probably be up there. But there's a lot of stuff that, you know, if, if you could get it back, all the money that you spent on one thing, what would it be? Yep, there it is. Your he said, Ross said, 732-774-4444. That's 732-774-4444. Phone lines open. You text the very same number. We get the text connect open. Or you can do it on Facebook. There's a little graphic we just posted there, at 1071 The Boss. Those are next, and it is all presented by Dr. Lombardi's Plastic Surgery Center. Our friend uh, Dr. Lombardi's Juvo Bus Tour. Stop by the parking lot, the Eatontown location, October 19th. Rochelle will be out there for special JVU pricing as well. And you can uh, see him at LombardiPlasticSurgeryCenter.com for more info. Boss Big Show is on the air everywhere. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning with Ross Britton and the whole crew here. 107.1, FM on the Boss app, 1071theboss.com, on Alexa, on your smart speaker. A lot of different ways to listen. We appreciate you doing it. Later on this morning, after 9, next chance to play the high-low free money game. No winner this morning. No winner on jackpot number 13, although I think we did narrow it down. It was very close. Well... Find out what happens after 9. I give away that cash jackpot this morning here from Jersey's one and only no baloney free money radio station. 1071. The boss. Just get going here. Our he said. Uh, Ross said. Ross said. She said. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. A matter of fact, uh, Rochelle, as I mentioned, is on kid duty this morning. we got to text her in. This is Jean from Point Pleasant Beach. She said, are you sure she's not auditioning across the street to work with that guy <laughs> Lou at the Pointless Stage? No, Jean. I'm sure she's with the kids. I saw them. Yeah, just stop. All right. So here's the question today. If you could have back the amount of money spent on just one thing in your life, what would it be? Gene also takes in and says, I bet Big Boss Bob would say your salary over the last few years. That, that's oh, great, Gene. That's nice. Great. That's great, Gene. I have to take this from Ross, Joe, and from this guy, Gene, in Point Pleasant Beach. <laughs> she can have back the amount of money. Although that is true about Big Boss Pop. If you could have back the amount of money that you spent on just one thing in life, what would it be? Rachel says, college. I never even graduated after five years, so all that was just lighting money on fire anyway. Mm. Okay. 
A text from uh, 8481 says, insurance, it's a scam. All those thousands of dollars being forced to put into it, and it does nothing. They always find a way to not cover something. Well, there is some truth to that. I could have an oceanfront house by now with all that money. <laughs> you ever think about that? All the money you spend on taxes or insurance, like you say, that's right. Yeah. Be thousands and thousands of bucks. All right. Jan says cigarettes. Mm. 14 years of daily slow death. What would be a lot of money I would get back, but I quit last year, though. Well, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. All for being healthy. Got one from our friend uh, Outlaw Pete and Howell. He says it's got to be Springsteen tickets. He's a big Springsteen <laughs> fan, too, but that's a lot of money you got to spend on those things. Oh, yeah. And then he says travel. I don't know. Well, it certainly is expensive to travel. But, yeah, but, you, you know, know, you can see things and, and find things and get things that you would never get at home. Yeah, it certainly uh, gives you more character, more... Yeah. You're a more well-rounded person going out there and seeing the country, seeing the more world. More worldly. That's right. It's like you and Rasa went to see the Penis Museum in Iceland. Remember that? <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, our friend, uh, friend Ray talks about leasing a car. A text message ending in 0841. He says, my wife, enough said. (laughs) (laughs) Number ending 9071 says, cable TV, cut that cord, baby. All right, let's go to the phones here. Hi. Yeah, I'd like to share my story. Yeah. Yeah, I I used to own a 1981 DeLorean car. Mm -hmm. And I spent thousands of dollars on that thing. And that's something I wish I could have the money back on. Are you pulling our leg here? We were just talking about a DeLorean that was discovered. So you had one of these? I did. I did for eight and a half years. Yeah. Wow. What was it like to drive it? You must have been getting looks from everybody. I was. I was. Yeah. But I mean, the amount of money I was putting into it wasn't worth it. All right. Well, that's a good answer. Though. That's how John DeLorean felt, too, I think. <laughs> it's, it's a great looking car on the outside and not, not so much inside. Okay. All right. Thank you for the call. Right. Good morning. It's the boss. My college education. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. I've never had anybody ask me where I went to school. I could put Harvard on there. I don't think anybody would know. Where did you go to school? Seton Hall. Oh, Seton Hall. Oh. You and did, did you go to school with Nolan up there at Seton Hall? Uh, yeah, we were a couple of years. We were right around the same time. He must owe you money like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been looking for him. <laughs> Everybody's looking for Joey. Was wow. everybody money? No, I don't. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Call us, text us, get us on Facebook. Got a bunch of Facebook answers. We haven't even gotten to those, to be honest with you. If you could have back the amount of money that you've spent on one thing in your life, you have that money back. What would it be? Here's your he said. Uh, Ross said. Hello. Grab caller number 10. Go to the Sayerville hotline. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You're calling number 10. You're going to play for some cash. That's terrific. So it's somewhere between 107, 1007. We know it's a number ending in seven. Could be anywhere in between. You got to get it right in the nose. What's your name? John. All right, John. It's all you, my friend. What do you think? I'm going to say... 197. 197 is too low. Too low. Too low. Yes, sir. You need a boss shirt just for getting through as a little consolation prize? Sure. All right. Why not? Hang in the line. We'll get that to you, and you can play again after one. Michelle will have your next chance to play. And by the way, if you go to our website and click high low, you can enter to win a bonus $1,007. Wow. I don't know if you heard it yesterday before your show. Our friend Tom Cunningham was on doing the Springsteen show. He had on Jake Clemens. Yeah. He's got a big show in Asbury Park this weekend. It's a great interview. Yeah. Really was an interesting interview. And he played a song I never heard before this from one of Jake's albums a few years ago. Man, I had that song in my head all day. You'd be crazy if you don't. <laughs> I think it was, it was a good song. Really? I got some good shows coming up. This is the official radio station of the Stone.
own pony, you know. Jake will be there this weekend. The Smithereens are coming up. Then they got Labamba. He's the guy with the mustache and the hat that used to be in Conan O'Brien's oh, band. Oh, right, yeah. And he's doing his big holiday extravaganza. And uh, usually Max Weinberg uh, shows up. I don't want to promise that, but yeah. yeah, they were in the band together on Conan O'Brien's show. So sometimes he comes down to Asbury and shows up. Very here, so. cool. Anyway, just a little shout out to our friends at the Stone Pony. And thank you, Jake Clemens, for being on The Boss. It's He Said, She Said yes. on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Uncle Ross hanging out today, too. Question, if you could have back the amount of money that you've spent on one thing in your life, what would it be? You spent a lot of money on this. You could have that money back. What would it be? How do you answer that? 732-774-4444. Line's still open. Same number to, for the Text Connect or on Facebook. Got a Facebook answer here this morning. Thomas says, my boat, <laughs> pretty to look at, not worth it. That's a pretty good answer. Should ask Joe about that. He's got a boat. Yeah, he just wrapped it up for the season. Yeah. Uh, we're getting a lot of uh, texts and answers uh, and phone calls about vehicles. Mm-hmm. And uh text from uh, 0981 says, I'd probably have had a lot more money if I never had a car payment. And then all the repairs. Ugh. Yeah. And listen, I, well, you're still guilty of this, but I went through my phase where I had to have a sports car. Had to have it. And I'll tell you, I regret it. I should have just stuck with a little economy car. You would have saved a lot of money. <laughs> you know, you spend 500 bucks a month on the the sports car. Yeah. You're shaking your head like, no, it's worth every penny, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I have 264,000 yeah. plus miles on it, so. Well, yeah, you made a good investment, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, it's not a DeLorean, let's face it. <laughs> a lot of calls about that, too. Yeah. And Sue says, this is so embarrassing to say after hearing other comments, but honestly, Roblox. My grandkids got me hooked on it, and over the past two years, I spent a lot no kidding. You know about the Roblox? I, I, It's some kind of game thing? It's an online game where you can play, and there's different games within the universe to play, and you can uh, play with other people that are all online at the same time. Oh. It's okay. an online gaming thing. Well, see, your daughter is, what, 25, 26? Yeah. So she's a little too old for this. Like, my stepson is going to be eight. This is prime time, baby. Oh, really? That's all he wants to do is play the thing. Okay. And sometimes it's got the parental controls where it's... PG thirteen, or yeah. sometimes it costs two dollars to play because you, you know, that you get the little coins in the game. Remember, it all adds up, doesn't it? It does. And you think back to when we were playing Pac Man and that sort of thing in, at the arcade. All you had to do is put in a quarter, and the damn game would work. But yeah. not now. Now they nail you. You, da- you download it for free, but then it costs money within the game. Wow. Let's see. Uh, my sports memorabilia collection says uh, Texter zero four four seven. That's a good answer. A lot of people say my wife. This is mean. Oh, I just mean. Now, my ex-wife, I guess I could understand. Ex-wife is an excellent answer, but yeah. Stephanie says booze. That's true. Especially if you go out to a bar, they charge you $15 for a cocktail. Yeah. Andy says pot, although it's cheaper now that they've got legal dispensaries. Okay. And Walt says, every single penny I've spent on my ex over the last 21 years. Yep. Goes wow, both that's, ways. That's a long time to be paying for that. Yeah, really, that is a long time. Usually after the kids turn 18 or something, he must have screwed up real <laughs> yeah, bad. really. <laughs> He's got a Kevin Costner divorce going on there. You can have back the amount of money that you spent on one thing over the course of your life. You had all that cash back right in your bank account. Poof, it pops right up. You remember you open up your statement? There it is. What would it be? We'll keep it going on the text connect, 732-774-4444, even after the program concludes today oh. and on our Facebook page as well. Thank you for those. A couple more answers. Yeah. Uh, our he said, Ross said. Yeah, if you could have back the money that you spent on one thing so far in your life, what would it be? Mm. Bunch of texts. Uh, 7818 says, all my Red Bull and Monster Energy drink purchases. You gotta wake up somehow in the morning. Uh, 2321 says, clothes. I felt like I spent a lot of money on stuff I never really wore. Hmm. 
Sounds like my wife, or, well, never mind. You got a whole closet, huh? <clears throat> and Chris says tattoos. Huh? The biggest waste by far. I don't necessarily regret them, but I regret the money that I spent on them. Whatever you do, Ross, don't upset the warden, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. Rochelle will check in uh, remotely a couple of times this morning, but she's gone kid duty today. Uh-oh. Uncle Ross is here. So I walk out of the house this morning. Yeah. And I realize this is one of those little idiosyncrasies, one of those tiny little things in life. But I've been thinking about it. I've been consumed by it since uh, I left and uh, was driving into the radio station this morning. I don't understand why we've got to have these digital deals to lock a door. This happens now at the house. <laughs> this happens at the hotel. This happens at the office. Don't you miss when you got a little key. Like, you check into the hotel, there was almost something, uh, something part of the experience of going on a trip where they had that whole wall with all the keys on the little yes. hooks. They give you the hook, and it had a little thing hanging on it. It had your number of your room, and then there you go. But now, you got those little cards where you got to stick the thing in the slot, and pop up, and the thing turns green to get in. Of course, the first time you do it, it never takes. Or worse, you got to do the thing where you're waving it like a wand. Ooh. You know what I'm talking about here? Yeah. So we're in a community. And so they, you know, all the houses have these locks like this. It's kind of like a hotel. Right. Now, if this had been my own custom build, I would have gone for an old-fashioned lock and key. But right. we've got the digital deal, which is supposed to be so high-tech. The darn thing, I'm swiping it, I'm doing, looks like I'm doing a magic trick. So when you leave, do you have to do the same thing? Yeah. To lock it, you got to swipe the thing again. Oh. Because it has to respond to know to lock to turn the, the thing course. to lock it. Sure. Now, that part is not digital. That would be a little high-tech if you swiped it and then the lock automatically turned one way or the other. Right. But that part you still have to do manually. <laughs> so I managed to get it to work, but the little light is flashing red, so I think it locked. But warning, warning. Right. <laughs> it's like Danger Will Robinson. <laughs> yeah. But it's a little, I just don't understand why does everything have to be so high-tech. Same thing at this building. Same thing when you get in the car. You know, you just uh, you wave the thing and then the door automatically opens. Right. I don't know. I feel like we can't get cell service in certain parts of the area. We could put man on the moon, and yet we can't figure out these kind of little things. You know what I'm saying? You're an angry man. Well, I don't know if I'm angry. I'm just like, I'm worried now the cat's going get, to get out or something. You know what I'm saying? And he's he's just looking for a chance to escape. Wow. So okay. just someone, someone give me a lock and key All again, right. will you? Don't like that thing. Yeah. And you feel stupid because sometimes it'll be somebody else in the hallway and you're swiping the thing and they're looking at you like, look at this idiot. He doesn't, yeah. know, he doesn't know how to use his door. <laughs> but it did, I mean, I felt the thing lock and then I tried the door and it was locked. Okay. So, I, mean, I guess it's okay, but with the red light comes on, so I'm thinking, do I need to call the guy, you know, the engineering guy or whatever he is, the custodian guy? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. No. Let it go. Do you have doors like that or you get the old lock and key, Joe? I got lock and key here. Yeah, see, that's the way to go. go. But I wanted to too. get it on the back on the back door because at one point, you know, we had uh, several of Marianne's children staying here, and they used to um, uh, lose the keys all the time. Oh, I thought you were trying to lock out the stepkids. I'm like, what are you? T- no, well, that Come yeah, on. well, that would have I would that would have been I wouldn't have had a problem with that at times. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? The thing is, is that it, no, I'm not. I'm only kidding. They're, they're great. Yeah. They're all good. Kids. I know. But but uh, but boy, I will tell you though, there were times I must have made. 20 keys over that, that two-year period. Wow. they kept losing keys all the time. Sure. I mean, I guess you know well, what they're it is. They're kids. Kinda, you know, they're, they're, they're college kids. Yeah. They, they don't care about anything. You know what is kind of neat in this building here is that uh, we've got it controlled because it is all digital and everything where you can open it remotely. You know, so like I think Ross came in one weekend and said, oh, my God, I, I drove up. I don't have the key. And we get the thing and yeah. our uh, our office can log in and then open the door remotely. So, I mean, yep. I guess in that sense, it's kind of nice. But for me, I mean, I don't know what's going on. So like, just for, <laughs> if I were going to build a house today or I was going to buy a house, I really, really, really would want the lock and key. I, matter of fact, if I had to, if I was buying a house and I wasn't renting the condo, I think I would want to, uh, 
I got one of them to take out the digital thing and put the lock and key back in. Yeah. It's just like when I bought the last car, I always ask them, I'm like, can I have a cassette deck? And they're like, we don't even, no, we don't even offer it. You can't buy it if you wanted it. See, we always go in and out through the garage. So if you got the garage yeah. opener, that's it. That's uh, all you need. And then the house is mm-hmm. open in the garage? Yeah. I don't know if that's a good idea, right? You probably well, should Well, not lock. everybody can get in through the garage. I know, but you probably should double lock just to, just to make sure you get security at the Britain household, don't yeah, you? Yeah, no. Well, all the doors are locked. It's just <laughs> I, I double, I deadbolt, I do the whole deal. Okay, right. fine. Yeah, you know, Be that way. Well, I mean, you don't want to want to risk somebody getting into the house. I don't know. I, yeah. think you, I think you need to lock inside the garage too. But it's just me. Yeah, we All do right. that. You can get in our garage door, but you can you, you still have to get into the house with a key. Yeah, and I'd lock the bedroom door too. I don't wow. m- middle of the night. I don't want anybody. Oh well, you're nuts. <laughs> I got the ensuite bathroom. I just I don't want it's anybody coming. I get nervous in the middle of the night. You ever hear like a I creak in the middle of the night? You wonder if someone's getting into the house. You read about the shocked. home invasions all the time. Come on. I'm shocked that you that you're like that. That's not like you. <laughs> Listen you're to paranoid this. Paranoid and upset. Listen to this. All right. There's a wiener dog that may have now set the world record. We have not been uh, they've not been certified by Guinness as of yet. She's out in the UK. Her name is Winnie. Record for her breed, giving birth to eleven puppies at once. Wow. At wow. once. All are doing just fine. Winnie is doing fine, too. Uh, the uh, overall record is 24 puppies, but not at once. So they were, they were trying wow. to see if uh, 11 of them popping out all at the same moment is enough. Must have been a pretty large wiener dog. I would say so. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you, now. You're talking about the dad dog or the wiener dogs that came out. I don't know. but The mom. Congratulations to uh, to Winnie, the, the wiener dog mama. And yeah. her 11 babies yeah, all doing well her. this morning. That's Having so a sp- cute. Spot of tea in Great Britain this morning. Mm. Not a nice heartwarming story. Wow. Yeah, it is. Eleven puppies. Yep. You thought you had a lot of stepkids. You imagine eleven puppies. <laughs> Running around. <laughs> Jesus. Just saw the Hess truck for the first time for this year. Oh. That's really cool. It, it's out today, yeah. That's a Christmas Hess truck, right? Yeah, right. Pretty cool. It's a big police cruiser and a and a and like a little thing that goes inside of it. It's really cool looking. Hmm. Very di- it's different from what they usually do. Much cooler. So. Well, we could go to Hess for lunch, but you're too busy. It's available today, actually. <laughs> well, they don't have them. They don't have you can't get you got to buy them online. You can't buy there's no more Hess stations anymore. Uh, well, I so guess you got to buy them online. That is true. Yeah, you got to yeah. buy them online. Yeah. yeah. For the last like, I don't know, 5 years or so it's been like that. Huh. You have to buy them online. We could stop at Wawa and have a sandwich. Yeah, we could if I was going, but I'm not because I have much better things to do than sit, sit around a table with you at, at lunchtime. Well, you're you're Richie, an angry man. Ca- Captain Richie was coming too. I thought that would get you out of the house. No, no. Actually, I got, I got uh, stuff I got to do today. See, I can't. He is an, I, I've got too much. I got too much going on. He is I an angry really, man. I mean, he just sees mean no, no, stuff, and people people then see me and they go, "You know, Joe must really hate you." What is what is that? And I'm like, I, I don't know. No, that's not true. No, I just I just today it's just not a good day. I got oh, too many no. things going on. That's okay. Well, thanks for thanks for making. And I got me. stuff tomorrow. I got stuff on Wednesday. I got to move the boat on Wednesday. <laughs> Joe. Then Thursday, Joe. I, you know yeah. what? Traffic. Yeah, see, he's, then we he, got to get ready to do the, the the hunt on Saturday. Now it sounds like it's going to rain. Geez. So now we got to think about what we're going to do if it's rain. Ah, oh, it's a disaster. You notice how he preemptively mentions what he's doing every day in great detail. Yes, to uh, dissuade me from offering to have lunch with him later in the week. A lot well, of go, lot of stuff going on. Well, Ross and I, I were going to go have busy. a pizza right here in Neptune. It'll be great. Yeah, cool. Go get one. Pi- yeah. that, that's yeah. a good good pizza place around the corner from you. Oh Stop yeah. In. Yeah. I've been over yeah. there with Kermit. He cleans them out. He does like nine pieces when we go over there. So, <laughs> Oh, don't even start They'll with me. They'll know us Kermit. the minute we walk in. They'll know us the first minute. So we'll do that. Don't even start with me with Kermit. Oh, was he, uh, he, was he misbehaving uh, this weekend? He had a bad day yesterday. <laughs> he was, he was, he was all, he was, uh, never mind. Yeah. All right, fine. 
It just gets you more mad at him than you already are. So. <laughs> it just depends on the day. Hey, guess, guess what? We made it. That's it. Yeah. Michelle's here. She's ready to go. And I will see you Saturday. Yeah, you'll be on for your show Saturday. Of course, you'll, you'll give us a report on a horrible scope tomorrow morning, right? Absolutely. We love that. We'll do the backwards oldie like we do every Tuesday morning about 710. Another pair of passes gets you into this boss listener only screening of the Halloween classic The Shining, Tom's River Marquee Cinemas on Sunday night, October 29th. Michelle's got another pair of those coming up too, but we'll have those for you tomorrow at uh, 710. We'll play that backwards oldie of the day. We'll do the food file. Oh. We'll do Fast Five, birthdays, to he said, she said business, to mom confessions, a whole lot more all in the morning. Have a great Monday.